So <laughs> there's been some big moves in the markets uh, these last few days, Narina. But two that uh, caught my eye specifically is obviously the oil price that I'm always, uh, you know, watching with a beady eye and the rand, of course. Let's start with the oil price. What's happening here? Yeah, so the oil price is down, oh, it's about, I think it's now about 7% in two weeks from over $56.50 a barrel to the current level of around 52.50. It was, it was even lower, um, last night and, and, uh, WT, which is, which is another type of oil price was actually below $50 a barrel last night. Um, I think, uh, certainly what we're seeing is that a deal to cut output by OPEC nations um, announced at the end of November, which was really intended as a catalyst for, for trimming global stockpiles, has actually had a side effect of triggering a surge in U.S. production. And, and what we've seen this week is that those U.S. oil inventories have jumped to an all-time high, and that's really what's prompted crude oil to give up a big chunk of these gains that it Oil, oil deal. And you know, the aim of that, those supply cuts had really been to turn the oil market upside down into a structure which is known as backwardation. Now that really just means that prices in the short term are, are higher than those that are further out, and, and that was really designed to try and boost OPEC's revenues while limiting those of its competitors. But uh, we've actually seen that, that the, it's had the opposite effect, and um, some of those prices further out have now slumped into back what is known as contango, um, which just means that the, the, the current prices, the short-term prices, are, are now much lower. And it really just shows that the oil market is still quite fragile. Um, we've seen that uh, significant rise in U.S. inventories also coming on the back of a massive ramp-up in U.S. shale p- production. Um, you know, shale used to be only profitable at, at much higher costs, um, even as high as $75 a barrel, but they've been able to reduce production costs on it by as much as 30%, and, and now a price of 50 or $55 a barrel makes um, shale production actually quite profitable. So it's going to be interesting to see. This will certainly challenge the resolve of the OPEC members to stick to those agreed production costs. Um, and, uh, you know, just generally, the strength of the dollar is taking its toll on commodity prices in general. It's, it's, it's not even just just oil price. Um, but I do think it's fallen probably a little bit too much too quickly. So, so I would expect to see just a little bit of consolidation. And the RAND Narina, um, is this all about the expected rate hike in the United States next week or is there more to it? So, so, yeah, I guess that U.S. rate hike is, is pretty much all but a foregone conclusion. We've seen the RAND drop by as much as 4%. You know, just two weeks ago, um, it was 1286 and, and last night it was sitting at 1336 against the dollar. It has recovered a bit this morning to below 13 Rand city. But, uh, you know, the U.S. initial jobless claims um, remain below 300,000 Rand for 150 straight weeks. So that's now more than two years. Um, and, and that's really pushed the chances of a rate increase to, to, to near, near, near certainty. Um, so the RAND recently has been partly strong because of the demand for commodities. But as we've now seen with oil, some of this has, has started to wane, and, and the prices of most industrial metals fell. Copper sunk to a two-month low. The gold price is now at a five-week low on those U.S. right ex- expectations. We'll see U.S. non-farm farm payrolls come out today again, but I think the signs are definitely there that the U.S. economy is, is on a much stronger footing. But, but, you know, it's not just weak against the, the, the dollar. This is the RAND. Um, the ECB has been, the, the European Central Bank has been very bullish on global 
global growth. Um, and so certainly the talk this week has also pushed the euro to a stronger level, which means the rand is also weak against other other crosses, other currencies. Um, and then, of course, there's always um, the, the aspect of, of domestic issues and what is happening internally that is also putting the rand on a bit of a back foot. And I think we've certainly seen an, an increase in the level of political turmoil and uncertainty um, in the last week. Um, you know, so there's uh, breaking news and minutes just about in South Africa at the moment. And somebody said yesterday, if you sneeze, you miss a headline. <laughs> so I do think that uh, that to some extent our domestic issues is also taking somewhat of a toll on the land at the moment.